another episode of the Live For You podcast. I'm Sophia, the daughter. And this is Claudia, the mother. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. We're recording on a very gloomy, rainy day. Yes, I just want to be in bed, cozy, reading a book, Mm -hmm. relaxing. It's perfect weather for that. I know, I'm bundled up in a blanket. The cozy vibes are very real and happening right now. <laughs> but we did get out yesterday, even though it was raining. We, we had did leave a very the fun house. Day. We got fresh sourdough bread from the farmer's market from our favorite booth. It's amazing. We were like jumping up and down when we saw them. Yes, we got and a little excited. We got so excited. <laughs> Because they were in stock of a lot of their breads. And they had a great selection of pastas. And then we also got some chocolate croissants. Oh my gosh. They were incredible. It was like the best croissant I've ever had. It tasted like a croissant I ate in Paris. Like that's how good it was. We enjoyed it so much. Like it brought me so much joy having it. And yeah, I mean... If you like croissants, you know when it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, no, nothing can... (laughs) You know when it's a good one. (laughs) Well, I've had croissants and I'm like, okay, it's good. Well, anything store-bought or sometimes even like coffee shops are like, eh, like you can tell the package or something, but... Like a really good croissant. Yeah, it was like flaky and it. buttery and with the chocolate pieces. So good. Yeah, it was like the right amount of sweetness that it had. And those are hard to make. I've tried to find recipes like make them. And just anything involving bread, like yeast, is just difficult. Like you need a special touch and knowing like what it's right. You know, it's I very have no hard. idea, but I'm sure it is. I am sure. So yeah, that was so nice that we were able to get our favorite stuff yesterday. And then we went to a holistic wellness expo. That was really fun. It was in a banquet hall and they had a bunch of tables set up of different booths of people promoting their small businesses. And it was all, of course, wellness related. And one of my favorite booths was a workout place it's called body 20 mm-hmm. and i've heard of these it's a electro muscle stimulation suit so it sounds complicated and it looks complicated honestly it's basically you put on this whole like suit and it sends like electrical it feels like how do you, how would you describe the feeling it's a feeling that's crazy And we tried it on our arms because they had, like, a little demonstration. And we basically did, like, bicep bicycle curls. Bicep curls. Oh, bicep (laughs) curls. Oh, my gosh. Bicycle curls. (laughs) Bicep curls. And it was crazy. It felt like we were holding, like, 30-pound weights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a vibration, but it gets... I don't know, stronger and stronger. It targets your muscles really good. And, and the workout is only 20, 20 minutes, but minutes. now I understand why. And it's your whole body going through that. And yeah, that could be get intense. But they customize it based on your goals, based on your strength and all of that. But you work, I guess, to get to like, I think the level 10 
is the max level of intensity. No, it was crazy. I was like, (laughs) whoa. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really nice. We love wellness stuff, so it was really great to see what products are out there. And it wasn't just products or or workouts, but it was also supplementation. And we spoke to a lady who was a chiropractor and she does the Dutch test, which is for hormones and your gut and food intolerances and all of that. Everyone is very knowledgeable on whatever they were promoting and talking about. And I'm glad that we went. Yeah, me too. It was fun. It was a fun afternoon doing that with you. All right. Okay, well, I am excited because we're going to do this episode a little differently. We have a very special guest on the show. Oh my gosh, please. (laughs) I'm going to interview my amazing daughter, Sophia. And as a mother, watching my beautiful daughter navigate her senior year of high school has been nothing short of inspiring Because I feel like she's not only excelling academically, but she's also taken intentional steps to prioritize her wellness, her emotional and mental well-being. So today, I want to ask her some questions to kind of dive into her journey (laughs) and gain insights into some of the practices that have really shaped her into, yeah, just being more confident, feeling really good about herself. and, And it's close to my heart, right? Because as a mom, like I am a proud mom. It's witnessing her and really embrace self-care and positive habits has really filled me up with a lot of pride because it's more than just the academics that she's going to take with her, but all these incredible habits that she's, you know, doing is going to really help her into her future. So I believe her experiences and advice can really offer valuable insights to teens out there. So grab your favorite beverage, get in a cozy spot, and join us on this intimate conversation. Why am I nervous? (laughs) I don't know. You shouldn't be nervous. All right, so let's get started. And my first question is... Can you share a little bit about yourself, like your interests, hobbies, and really your journey in high school? So I guess if you're new to the podcast, I'm Sophia. (laughs) I'm a senior in high school, and I really don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I haven't picked a major anything yet, but I do have a lot of passions and interests that really excite me and so I'll share a little bit about that. Some of the things that excite me all have to do with wellness. This is kind of why we're sort of in the podcast space and also our Instagram is very wellness driven and I am a very routine person. I love having a routine, especially my morning routine and I'm very organized with that I guess I can talk a little bit about... Well, let's not get into specifics. Just share more of your like interests and hobbies. What is it that okay. you enjoy doing? And then we'll get into specifics. I'll ask you more questions about that. Okay. I love to work out and move my body. It's sort of something that I just crave. I don't really have to force myself to do it. It's something that just sets up my day really well. And I listen to a lot of podcasts of people who talk about gut and hormone health. I'm interested in that and learning more. 
I also have an interest in business entrepreneurship right now. I'm in a marketing academy at my school, so I've been very exposed throughout my four years to the world of business. A little bit of communications as well. I did an internship for a fashion brand, which is another interest of mine. I love fashion. I love curating and just putting everything together that I love. I love Pinterest, all of that. So yeah, I love to romanticize my life. I Traveling, do, yes. matcha. Yeah. Some of my favorites. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much you. So I have like, I feel like it's sort of all over the place, but it, I can tie things in together. You just like beautiful things and mm-hmm. things that make you feel good, like things that excite you. I love when you get really excited about, you find something that you're like, oh, I want to try this. Or I or I found this wardrobe or something, like not wardrobe, <laughs> but wardrobe. Like, like a like an outfit. outfit or something that you get really excited about. And mm-hmm. I love that about you because it's not about big things, but it's like little things that really little excite things. you. Yes, it is. It can be like the smallest things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I love. One of the things that I can think of is our pink tulips. Oh, Downstairs. Yes. That excites me so much. And it's something small. And it changes the room, right? It just brings joy to the room. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I, I feel like you've taught me that. Really looking at things differently, like just the beauty of something and how that can bring joy into your life. So I love that. Okay, with high school being demanding, I don't remember when I was in high school it being so demanding, but I feel for now you guys have just so much pressure to really perform and do well academically. There's a lot of competition. So now I feel like there's just that pressure. So managing your time effectively to balance academics, extracurricular activities, your social life, and personal well-being can be a lot. So if you can share maybe specific routines or rituals that you found helpful in maintaining a healthy balance. So that's a great question. I feel like I... I'm sort of still trying to find that balance. I mean, nothing is perfect. There are weeks that I definitely focus more on school than my well-being, but I do try to prioritize myself and doing all the things that I know make me feel good. That's sort of just like a daily goal that I have and something that I do on a daily basis. Something that I do every day is my morning routine. Sometimes it changes just based off on how busy I am, but I love to wake up early, preferably like two hours before I have to leave. And I'm a morning person, so I just love it. I love waking up with the sun. And this is when I can just be with myself and... I've recently gone into meditation. That's something for nervous system regulation and stress management. That has helped a lot. I love doing my skincare routine and I sort of notice how it's quiet. I don't play music really while I'm getting ready or podcast. Sometimes I do, but most of the time it's just quiet where I can like be with myself. I can journal. It's really figuring out what wellness habits you want to incorporate in your life some people don't really like journaling so there's definitely so much out there that you can do 
Oh, also something that you introduced me to was the timer method, which I think is helpful where you set a timer for 60 minutes where this is the time I'm going to dedicate to my homework or to taking a test or something school related. That's usually what I do and then after I'm able to take a break, decompress and I also like to plan out my day. This helps a lot so I don't have like any surprises or anything and not get stressed. So, but do you plan out in the morning? Like, is that something we part of your morning routine, plan out your day? Yes and no. I usually use Sundays to plan out what workouts I'm going to do, whether I have to go in early mm. for school, so then I know what time I have to wake up. Okay. And all of that. I use Sundays to plan out my week. And then day by day, if things change, things get canceled, or I'm doing something with my friends, then I sort of plan around that as well. I like to be flexible, but I also have a structure in place, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, Do you use like a, a journal, I mean, not a journal, like a calendar that you write in, or is it electronic? No, I physically write. Okay. Which I, I like to do, but also it's annoying because it's in pen, so I just cross it out. <laughs> it's not like digital. I can just like backspace. But I do love to write in it, and then I take that planner every day to all of my classes, to school. If I'm going to work at a coffee shop after school, I take it with me. And then usually like in every class or after, at the end of every class, I'll write down like homework and everything I have to do because it's fresh on my mind and I won't forget. Okay, I love that. I love what you said. You plan on Sundays for the week, but depending on your schedule, you plan out your workouts too. So yes. based on the time, you know, what you have going on that specific day, then you yes. can plan out your workouts. Your workouts are important to you, so you've put it like an appointment that you can't yes, miss on 100%. your calendar. You have to make time for the things that you want because if you don't write it down or if it's not in your brain that, oh, you're going to do this at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, you're not going to do it. You have to write it down and actually set aside that time for something. It doesn't have to be working out. It can be like anything that you want to focus time on or for yourself, whether if you just need an hour to read or just decompress or something, you have to block out that time for mm -hmm. it. That's what I've noticed, and that's what's helped me a lot. The things that I prioritize, I'm going to write it down, and I don't forget because I look at it every day. And yeah. There's Yeah, you there can't just many, wing it. It no, has to be planned. It has to be planned. And it's not like I get surprised of like, oh my gosh, they charged me $15 because I missed the class. I know I have it, right. so I'm not going to miss it, you of know? Of course. And that I feel like what also can get people stressed is when they don't have enough time because they've put too much stuff into their schedule, you have to time block it. And also realize it takes me 30 minutes to drive. Right. 30 minutes to get home I can't book something like five minutes after the class is over because I'm driving home right you know? so also being realistic with the time that you have absolutely this is so helpful to hear not just as a teen to help you you know balance your time better mm -hmm. but as adults too we've got a plan like yes. if you want to have a successful week if you want to make sure that you're getting the things done that are important to you put it on the calendar you have to put it on the calendar yeah 
So, well, I actually was thinking maybe I will transition to a digital, like, Google Calendar or something. I feel when I'm in college, I'll have even more going on. So, like, I do run out of space sometimes. Right. In my just paper pencil Oh my calendar. gosh, that's a great idea because so... you can share it with me. <laughs> Because then I'll know. know when you're having your class what you're up to. So yes. I don't call you at the wrong time or I I know when you to know call you. You know my schedule, yes. So I might transition to that. I have to figure that out because I'm not used to it. I have to, to figure out how it works. I'm sure it's easy, but I just have to like dedicate time right. to You could color coordinate it, which is good. Like all your exercises yes. are one color, yes. like school related, social events. I know I love that. I know I would have a blast doing it. Yeah, you totally would. I just, I'll probably will make that transition. So if you don't like writing things down, definitely use a Google Calendar. I've heard great things about it. I feel like that's what most people use. Right, if you're always on your phone and you have it there available right. to you at all times. Yeah, that's that's nice. I think that's definitely a plus because sometimes I don't have my calendar with me and I'm like, I have no idea Right. if I'm free, you know, <laughs> a week from now, but... Yeah, I yeah. agree. I'm also a person that loves to write everything. I have paper calendars, mm-hmm. which I love seeing my month ahead and kind of writing things down. But I agree. I think digital is more convenient. And if we can share our calendars together when you go away to college, I think that would be so important. Yes, that would be great. Okay, so can you share some words of encouragement for people who are looking to prioritize their mental and emotional well-being? So... Some encouragement, I really like to turn to self-help books. I really like Brianna West a lot, or even podcasts, like encouragement. And I've been reading the book, You Are a Badass. And I'm going to read the paragraph that there's so many things that I've highlighted that are so good. It's just such an easy read. And honestly, I like reading books like this at night because... It's good, but it'll definitely wind me down and I'll probably fall asleep. Right. (laughs) It's not something like a murder mystery where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to keep reading. But, okay. Most of the time, it's not the lack of experience that's holding us back, but rather the lack of determination to do what we need to do to be successful. We put so much energy into coming up with excuses why we can't be, do, or have the things we want and designing the perfect distraction to keep us from our dreams. Imagine how far we'd get if we just shut up and used all that energy to go for it instead. Here's the good news. We all know way more than we give ourselves credit for knowing. We are drawn to things we're naturally good at. Passion trumps fear. And I feel like this related to don't let the fear of not knowing or being a beginner at something to stop you from trying it and I was just thinking like all of like these wellness things I started from not even going into the gym I was too scared to go by myself and I was like you just have to do it because then it'll just be a routine and something that you're comfortable doing and how it just starts like little by little and yeah I feel like procrastination is a big thing especially in school and just something that we do in life and so if you just want to go for something you should just do it because 
especially if it's like something in wellness or something that's going to benefit your life. Time is already being wasted, you know, just like every day we're not going to get the time back. Mm. And so just do it now so then you can become your best self sooner, you know? Right. Just start. Absolutely. It's like those small actions over time that make a big difference. So at first, it could become overwhelming, right, if you're trying to make all the changes, but it's really about just taking that first step. Right. Like you did. You're like, okay, I know I want to work out. That means I have to go to a gym, go somewhere. So it's taking that step and signing up and then going to your first class. It's going to be scary at first, but then the more you do it, the easier it gets. Exactly. I remember vividly the first class I walked into and everyone already had their mats down and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? I don't want to be here. But then I just found a spot and the lady next to me, she was a lot older, but I feel like she knew it was my first time. She was like, this is your first time. And then she showed me where to get the weights and like where to get the bands. And then she didn't say anything after that, but I just thought that was nice. And then I feel like I was comfortable with everything already. Like I knew where things were and it's just really like taking that first step and just starting because you'll get used to it, you know, become second nature. Absolutely. Why did you start working out? Why was Honestly, your motivation for I that? I had, like, no idea. I think I saw people going to workout classes and stuff, like, on social media, and I thought it looked fun. And that's how a lot of people said that they made friends, mm-hmm. like, moving to a new city and all of that. And I don't know. It was just something that I was like, it's important to move your body. And it also was at the point where I I did karate. That was my sport for a really long time, and that's how I exercised for a really long time but I got tired of it after a while and it didn't motivate me at all and I dreaded going and so after I stopped going I wanted to find a new outlet for exercising because I feel like I've always really enjoyed doing it and so I was like why not join a gym and then I did. Right and talking about prioritizing your mental and emotional well-being So the exercise part helps with both mental and emotional well-being, right? It's kind of a stress reliever. What else helps you with your mental well-being? I think focusing on being with myself and implementing practices like journaling, meditation, sort of like getting what's in my head out somewhere. Whether it's like working out, that's such a stress reliever because I'm not thinking about anything, but... To get like all my emotions out. It's starting a habit. Yes. With something that you find valuable. You saw journaling being valuable to you. You saw doing your gratitude valuable to you. So you kept on doing it. Mm -hmm. It helps you to start your day in a better place, in a better mindset. You are more motivated and energized to get on with the day. So I think just introducing all these like kind of different habits is really going to help. But you've got to do that for yourself. Right. And it can be like anything that you love to do, craft like a project or whatever, just doing that for yourself and knowing that it's making you feel good. Right. It's not just academics. It's not just your social circle and your social life and extracurricular activities and going and going and going from one thing to the other, but having that time to be alone, to reflect, to really understand what you need 
if you are going through a lot of emotions, if you're feeling very anxious and all of that, it's like, okay, how can you help yourself? And maybe you don't know what to do, but asking for support, asking someone else to help you get through that. I think it's important because I love sharing with you things that I know that are helpful because I know for myself, it's helped me. Mm -hmm. So I'll share that with you. So having someone in your corner, I don't think we talk a lot about academics in school. Rarely. (laughs) Rarely, right? I know. That's true. I never talk to you about school. Yeah, I mean, I know you do well and you're excelling in school, but I feel like the conversations that we have together And especially if you're struggling in an area, it's what do you need? How can I support you? Right. You know, when you were struggling with being stressed, with having so much going on. So, okay, take a step back. You being in front of a computer is not going to help. So go for a walk, clear your mind, go exercise. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our conversations have been focused on your well-being, like focus on yourself. Because when you do that, then you are going to be more productive. You're going to be able to get a lot more done. Right. And I can even think back to just like the beginning of the year. I feel like I was way more stressed. We would go on walks and I would just be like overwhelmed with everything because I don't think I was really prioritizing any of the habits. I was Mm. just too focused on the next test that I had and all my grades. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't understand like what's going on in class. Like everything just you know, Mm -hmm. like floats by, like I'm never going to use any of this stuff. And so I think I was definitely more concerned about that. And also really feeding off everyone's energy at school. I feel like that was consuming me a lot. It would be such a burden because pretty much everyone at school is complaining about something. And it's fine to do that. I just think I was sort of taking that in. And now I've sort of let it not affect me at all, Mm. you know? I hear it and, you know, I talk to, like, the people in my classes and all of that. But it's not like I'm concerned. Right. It's not consuming you or that energy is not affecting you. Right. Because you're focusing on yourself and your well-being and all these Mm -hmm. habits that help you. Right. So this is why we're having this conversation and letting others know it's coming from your perspective that this is important to prioritize, like prioritize yourself so you can do more, so you can manage school or work, whatever it is, so much better, your relationships. Because, I mean, only more things are going to be added to our plates. That's just life and how it is it's not going to just be school and work it's going to be so much more right so taking care of yourself is so important here Mm -hmm. okay so as we are wrapping up i have one more question for you okay what are some of your wellness goals that you're focusing on now to impact your future okay so like we talked about i feel like stress management is definitely a big one for me And it's something that I have to keep working on and keep implementing all these habits because if I stop, I just know I'm going to feel bad and just be like consumed with the world and all of that. And so focusing on that, I've been loving lower impact workouts and I've noticed one of my workout trainers, she was saying, if you already have so much stress in your life, you don't have time. It's not really beneficial to add cardio hit, all of these super high intensity workouts because that's just even more stress onto your life. 
like you need to have a balance but if you feel like you're at like a moderate stress level you can handle the crazier workouts then that's probably more beneficial to your health than you know just stacking up more like high intensity where you're always like go 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 or in a rush because mm. I feel like whenever I do a hit workout I'm always in a rush because I feel like I'm falling behind and you're just in that mindset so I've been really liking lower impact workouts so I can actually breathe and you know focus on what I'm doing so that's like one way I help with stress and of course breathing meditating all of those stuff also I guess this goes along with more like skincare and my environment but limiting the toxic exposure that's something that I can consciously make an effort and something that I can just remove from my life slowly all of these goals are going to be different for everybody Everyone has different places and things that they want to accomplish in their life. And so it's just finding goals that are going to benefit you and not comparing yourself to other people. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I wanted to touch on too that you have a good morning routine. So how you start your day and end your day is important. So for you to be able to wake up early because Mm -hmm. you are more productive in the morning, you like to have your alone time is making sure that you're going to sleep at a decent time at night. Right. Because sleep is so important. And I feel like as teenagers, because you're able to function without sleep. I know I remember back in the day, (laughs) you can sleep three or four hours and you can totally function and go to school and go to work and be okay. I mean, now if I just get three or four hours of sleep, I won't be able to function for a couple of days. But I think that's an important habit that you're already starting to implement, the importance of having a good night's sleep, sleeping at least seven to eight hours or nine hours a night. So going to sleep early so you are waking up early. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because sleep is so important. It's so true. I feel like not many teenagers get the sufficient number of hours just because there's just so much going on. And so, yeah, I mean, just try to sleep nine hours one night and see how you feel because you're going to feel amazing. And it's just something that you have to just really focus on. It's like, this is so, so important because... You're like, okay, I'm going to wake up at six in the morning and I'm going to start journaling and, and working out and doing all the things. But then if you're going to sleep at 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, not getting a good night's sleep, then what's the point? Like your yeah, body is going to be stressed out. probably better for you to just to sleep in to get right. that sleep instead. Yeah. So prioritize your sleep. Maybe that's the first step that you mm. can work on. Yeah. Prioritizing that. And then as you get better with sleep, then you can start adding some habits that can help you with your health and wellness. Because right. just sleep helps with your stress, having your body to rest, your skin. And recover. Recovery, all of that. So it's going to hormones. hormones. It's so important for your hormones to focus on your sleep. Yes. And that relates to pretty much everything. Yeah. I've been learning that the importance of that. It's not waking up at five in the morning to be super productive. It's like, no, I'd rather sleep in and have a good night's sleep. That's really important for myself. And I just feel better that way, prioritizing sleep. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sophia, (laughs) for taking this time to share insights and valuable information. It's important to have this conversation because I have 
all the knowledge and wisdom because I think this is all important and focusing on your stress and nervous system regulation and all of that, you know, your mental and emotional well-being is so important that it needs to be talked about. But now coming from your perspective as a teen, that other teens can look up to you and say, oh, okay, this is what I need to start focusing on. This is important for myself. And it's coming from you, not coming from an old lady like me. <laughs> Yes, so hopefully this was helpful. I mean, I really just spoke to what has helped me and what I do in my daily life. So hopefully this helps. It will be helpful. And I am a proud mom because you're going to be 18 soon and you're speaking on this is a big deal in that you can inspire your generations, your friends around you to take care of themselves, take care of their well-being is such an important conversation to have. So yeah, hopefully this was valuable. We really appreciate your support as always. If you have someone in your life that could benefit from listening to this episode or podcast, please share with them. Always uh, know that you can reach us on our Instagram page, a Live For You Podcast. I also want to mention that that page is run exclusively by Sophia. <laughs> so all the tips, all the recipes, all of that you see, it's Sophia that is really taking the lead on that. So follow us there. And always, don't forget to live for you. Bye. <laughs>